Hey, Life Group leaders and hosts. We are in week eight of our Life Group quarter and studying Galatians 2, verses 1 through 10. Our icebreaker question is, what is the most beautiful thing you have seen this week? This icebreaker question should be a fun way to discover the beauty that your group members see in their lives throughout the week. You'll likely receive some answers that are physically beautiful while others that are emotionally or spiritually beautiful. Either way, let's celebrate these blessings from the Lord. All right, then you can jump into a time of prayer uh, to just generally open your session, read the passage in Galatians 2, and then jump into the discussion. The first question is always available to you as what stood out to you in this section of scripture from Sunday's sermon. So allowing your group members to express the things that the Holy Spirit has laid on their heart, either with relation to the scripture or from Pastor Nate's message. Question two. In this passage, what stands out to you about how Paul maintains the integrity and beauty of the gospel? So this is another general question, but it's really designed to help give your group an opportunity to reflect on Paul's efforts to maintain the integrity of the gospel during his trip to Jerusalem. So Paul's goal in writing to the Galatians is just to help them have a right understanding of the gospel. In each passage we've studied in this book, we've discovered new ways that Paul's communicating this to his readers, um, communicating to them the importance of the integrous and unadulterated view as well as the practice of the gospel. So as we identify his strategies and unpack the truths he communicates, the more we understand about God and the more we can be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So here's the thing. There's three different ways that Pastor Nate highlights Paul's efforts to maintain the integrity and beauty of the gospel. First, the gospel is received, not earned. This is um, expositive from verses 1 through 3. Second, the gospel brings divine freedom, not human control out of verses four through five. And then third, the gospel is versatile, but not rigid as seen in verses six through 10. So this question gives you the chance to discuss each of these three main points of the sermon and what stands out to the individuals in your group the most. They may also have other insights based on the text that Pastor Nate did not share. So welcome those reflections and discuss them as well. The purpose of this question really is just to give you, as the discussion leader, an opportunity to see which of these three areas your group may want to explore further. So if you sense you'll not be able to get to all the discussion questions, this initial question and discussion may help you decide which of the following questions you'd want to focus on in questions three through five. All right, so question three, is it easy or hard for you when you try to receive the gospel rather than earn it? Why is that? The goal of this question is to help us consider our own efforts when it comes to the grace God gives us through the gospel. So for some of your members, they'll identify more with the temptation to earn our salvation. These individuals may share of the struggle that they have with their own understanding of their performance in the faith. It'll be important to encourage these individuals to lean into the opportunities they see to receive the gospel rather than to earn it. Validate any steps they take toward accepting the transforming work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Other members will find it easier to receive the gospel for a variety of reasons. Encourage them to dive into those reasons in your discussion and the assurances of faith that they have been blessed to receive. For all of your members, you can share the encouragement to spend as much time in prayer, reading his word, and in community with other believers. These are powerful tools that God has given us to more fully understand, accept, and practice the power of the gospel in our lives. All right, question four. How does Christ's lordship grant believers freedom, from certain things and freedom for others. 
This question aims to help us connect Christ's lordship with the dynamics of our freedom granted by the gospel. So because Christ is our Lord and Savior, we have a beautiful, powerful freedom to live out. Pastor Nate expands on John Ortberg's quote about how we are free from certain things and free for other things. So Ortberg says this, think of freedom coming in two flavors, two kinds of freedom. There's freedom from external constraints, somebody telling you what to do. This is freedom from. But there is another kind of freedom that might be called freedom for. There's the freedom for living the kind of life I was made to live. Freedom for becoming that man I most want to be. Freedom for. So encourage your group members to wrestle with the reality of how this looks in the life of a believer or even in their own lives if they're open to sharing those things. Ask them to articulate their understanding of these dynamics of our freedom in Christ. As we're free from authority outside of Christ, we are still willingly bound to him as bondservants, like Paul explains he is in Galatians 1 verse 10. We are set free for the purpose of pursuing the mission he has set before us. What a beautiful relationship we have access to in Christ. So if you'd like to go deeper with this question, uh, you can ask this follow-up question. How can you more fully embrace God's freedom that the gospel provides? So this question is simply an opportunity for direct personal application, encouraging group members to respond directly to the leading of the Holy Spirit in the ways that they can be even more free in Christ. And our final question, number five, Through you, how can the versatility of the gospel bless the people in your life and community this week? So the goal with this question is for our group to identify the ways in which the versatility or the accessibility of the gospel can impact those around them in the near future. Pastor Nate reminds us that the gospel is for everyone, that it reaches all kinds of peoples and cultures in all kinds of places and spaces so that all may come to a saving knowledge of him. The practical applications of this truth in our lives is therefore so varied and unique and is absolutely beautiful. Help your group to celebrate the unique ways in which they can share the gospel, not only because of who the message is for, but also because of who is sharing the message. God reached us with the same versatile gospel that we hope to share with others, and this should motivate us to meet people where they're at by the power of the Holy Spirit. Remind your group that it is the Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared to your answer, with your own answer that you can share to get things started. And also be sure to pray for these things in your prayer time. For this week's prayer focus, please pray for the church as individuals and as a collective body to further understand their responsibility through the gospel to those who need to experience the good news. Through the gospel of Christ, we have been set free for this purpose, to love the Lord and to share his good news with the world. So pray that as we understand this further, we'd be motivated to put our faith into action. Our leadership notes for this week are on healthy leadership. Proverbs 3 verses 7 through 8 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. This verse encourages that as we trust God, we receive the strength that we can't get from anywhere else. In considering this passage, I'm reminded how important it is as ministry leaders that we prioritize our health. Think about the opposite of this verse, being wise in your own eyes, that will stunt your growth. If we're not investing in our personal relationship with God, we'll be leading or hosting from a place of deficiency rather than a position of abundance. 
Practically, this means we need to do everything we can to fear the Lord and remain connected to Jesus. One idea is to make sure you're regularly engaging in the spiritual disciplines you're also encouraging your members to do. In addition to spiritual fitness, consider your physical, emotional, and well be mental well-being also. As creatively designed beings, all of these aspects of our health are intertwined. So make sure to take breaks and have some fun. Build margin into your weekly routine. Make time to retreat to a quiet place and commune with God or to simply rest. I want to be sure that as much as you're pouring out, that you're also allowing Jesus to pour into you. As the quarter continues, I encourage you to commit every aspect of your health to the Lord so that he can work in and through you as you serve in the Life Group's ministry. All right, and our only uh, reminder for leaders and hosts this week is to, uh, for the mid-quarter check-in with your coaches, please fill out that survey for your coach by Monday, October 31st, if you can. Um, If you haven't done this already, it's a super helpful tool that gives um, me and the coaches great information about where your groups are at, how we can be praying for you, how we can help just support and strategize moving forward. So we just really encourage you to fill that survey out. Just take a few minutes to help us out if you haven't already. So the link for that is in the printed leader guide. Thank you so much for all you do. We're so grateful for you and uh, can't wait to hear stories of all that God does in you and through you this week. Thanks so much.